0: It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Maybe everyone's settled their differences and I can finally go outside. All right, let's do it. Here we go. I'll just get Instacart Follow the affiliate link in the show notes below To create your account with Instacart today Do all your shopping without leaving your house
1: Coming to you live
0: from my apartment. This is the short news with Alex Mador. What's up, guys? Happy Thursday. This is the short news podcast. I'm Alex Mador at Alex underscore Mador on Twitter. If you really care about that, anyways, what is yeah Thursday, July, um, July twenty third, two thousand and twenty. As I say every day, we're still in a pandemic. I feel like I say that every single episode at this point. Um, fuck, man. The numbers are going up again slowly in New York, but they're, they're starting to rise again and it's only going to increase exponentially. I'm really worried about that. And on top of it, we have, we have some crazy, crazy shit to talk about today going on in the government. Um, our boy Donnie Trump is, he's not our boy. Don't worry. He sent secret police, fed federal police officers to, well, first to Portland to take care of the protesters and they were just arresting people off the streets, essentially kidnapping them. You're not allowed to do that. That's not cool. I think we talked about this earlier in the week, right? Yeah. And now he's threatening to do that in more Democrat run cities. Huh. Democrat-run cities. None of the Republican ones? I wonder why you're occupying the Democrat cities with fucking secret militarized police. What the hell is that? That's the Gestapo. This is not a normal reality that we should accept. We are living in a time where our liberties are being trampled on. All right, so here's something. Portland, Oregon. Mayor Ted Wheeler was tear gassed by federal officers along with a large crowd of protesters late Wednesday night after he tried for hours to calm down angry activists demanding police reform from City Hall and calling for federal authorities to withdraw from his, again, mostly liberal city. Mostly liberal, mostly white city. Why does that? Okay, so...
1: What the hell...
0: Okay, well, the protesters threw flaming bags of garbage over a fence protecting the local federal courthouse. So, yeah, that, that, that is kind of a reason for tear gas. Guys, we got to keep it peaceful. We have to keep it peaceful. Otherwise, innocent protesters are going to get hurt by cops. Police, these police guys that were sent by Trump, they're going to look for any reason to beat people down. Anything that you give them, as ammo to fucking destroy you. They'll do it. That's their job. It's not to protect and serve. It's to beat down criminals. Or people that they think are criminals. <sighs> so yeah, he's... Oh my god. They, they tear-gassed the mayor of Portland. That's crazy. This is, this is getting
1: out of hand. What else is going on
0: with this? While Trump said he sent federal law enforcement officers in to restore order, acting Homeland Security Secretary Chad Wolf said federal agents were in Portland primarily to protect federal buildings, like the Mark O. Hatfield Federal Courthouse, which had become a target for protesters. Why, was it ra- is it racist somehow? Because if it is, then... That's fine. They should protest it. He's worried about protecting the wrong things. His priorities are with protecting legacies that should be destroyed. Why are you doing that? You don't have personal connections
1: to these people. It doesn't make sense.
0: I'm just... I'm waiting for the dude to send the secret police over here to New York. I I don't go outside anyways, but just the idea of them coming here really pisses me off. Like, this feels like a dystopian world that we're currently living in, where the president is abusing his power to send people to do his bidding, his thugs to do his bidding, thugs with badges, sorry. To go to the cities that oppose him and do the jobs of the governors in a brutal, unethical way that involves shooting people with rubber bullets, tear gas, and maybe even killing them. That's not okay. None of this reality that we're currently living in is all right. I just want you guys to know that. Because... They, they have been trying to, they're trying to normalize coronavirus. They've tried to normalize all of Trump's lies. They've tried to normalize all of this bullshit. Don't let them normalize this. This is not normal. Presidents aren't supposed to send the Gestapo into places that oppose them to fuck shit up and make people stop protesting, which they have the right to do, by the way. It's really scary, but let's see what's going on here. Let's see what he says.
2: On on Portland and other cities that are
3: experiencing violence, uh, there was a report out this morning that you're considering sending 175 federal troops to these cities to help local law enforcement. Can you fill us in on that? It depends on what your definition of troops is. We're we're sending law enforcement. Uh, Portland was totally out of control. The uh, Democrats, the liberal Democrats running the place had no idea what they were doing.
0: This is not a bipartisan thing. You're making it a two-party issue. It doesn't really have to be. Just listen to the people. They're mad you're the president. Listen to the people. You're supposed to work for them. It's simple. If a large group of Americans are so mad that they're protesting, maybe it's time to look at the issues that they are trying to protest, and think maybe maybe we should uh, maybe we should change this because a lot of people are mad in this country, and we don't want we don't want a government being overthrown or these to get any worse. No, no. He just has to exacerbate the situation by sending more police.
3: They were ripping down for 51 days, ripping down that city, destroying the city, looting it. Uh, the level of of. Uh... Corruption and and what was going on there is incredible. And then the governor comes. Oh, we don't need any help. How about Chicago? I read the numbers were many people killed over the weekend. We're looking at Chicago too. We're looking at New York. Look at what's going on. All run by Democrats. All run by very liberal Democrats. All run really by radical left. But we can't let this happen.
0: The radical left is the the word that again. He uses to um, to make us look bad, to make us look like extremists when, again, human rights. That's all we ask for, human rights. It's very simple. And apparently that that is some radical terrorist idea.
3: In the cities, New York was up 348%, the crime wave. So the governor has to do something about it. And if the governor's not going to do something about it, we'll do something about it. But what's happening in New York, a place I love, I love New York. And look at at what's going on over there.
0: We hate you.
3: The woman who was shot because she said, could you please not light off firecrackers? And they turned her and shot her eight times and she died.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure she, is she the one that said white lives matter?
3: That's not our civilization. that's That's not about us. And then the police are afraid to do anything. I, I know New York.
0: Okay, again, I'm not saying you should get shot eight times for saying white lives matter. What I'm saying is she incited conflict. If she didn't do that, there wouldn't be conflict.
3: Very well. I know the police very well. New York's finest. It's and just the racist. Kids, they're restricted from doing anything. They can't do anything. Well, I'm going to do something that I can tell you. Because we're not going to leave New York and Chicago and Philadelphia and Detroit. And Baltimore and all of these, Oakland is a mess. We're not going to let this happen in our country. All run by liberal Democrats. More federal law enforcement to some of these cities? More federal law enforcement. That I can tell you. In Portland, they've done a fantastic job. They've been there three days, and they really have done a fantastic job in a very short period of time. No problem. They grab them, a lot of people in jail. Their leaders, these are anarchists, these are not protesters. People say protesters, these people are anarchists. These are people that hate our country, and we're not going to let it go.
0: It's not that they hate our country. They live here. They were born here. They're Americans. They hate what it's become. This is not America. This is not normal. Again, these people, these anarchists, that like you and my, you, Donald Trump, and my dad and a lot of my family call them. It's not anarchy to want simple human rights and to be mad that those are being deprived of people and that minorities can't go outside without worrying about being killed by a cop if they're just trying to go get food or something. It's a fucked up reality and a lot of people aren't proud to be Americans right now because of it. So to, to dismiss the reasons that people are so angry and to just label them all as anarchists is completely missing the message that they are trying to convey, as is sending more police.
3: forward. And I'll tell you what, the governor and the mayor and the senators out there, they're afraid of these people. That's the reason they don't want us to help them. They're afraid. I really believe they're actually maybe even physically afraid of these people. Because what they're doing is incredible. We didn't just go there. This wasn't like it started right away. We went there after 51 days. We said we can't let that happen anymore. But these are anarchists. And the politicians out there, yes, they're weak. But they're afraid of these people. They're actually afraid of these people. And that's why they say, we don't want the federal government helping. How about Chicago? Would you say they need help after this weekend? Do you know the numbers? Did you hear the numbers? Many, many shot, many, many killed. Many, I'm not talking about one, two, Was it, 18 people killed. I think more than that. And you ended up over the summer. This is worse than Afghanistan by far. This is worse than anything anyone's ever seen. All run by the same liberal Democrats. And you know what, if Biden got in, that would be true for the country. The whole country would go to hell and we're not gonna let it go to hell. Thank you very much. All all right, right, guys, let's go,
1: guys. Come on, guys.
3: Um,
1: Yes, so I think,
0: this this goes hand-in-hand hand with that ad he put out that shows um, protesters looting, all this crazy shit going on in the streets. And it's real footage. And he's like, this is what would happen in Biden's America. But it's very obviously footage from recently, which would mean that it's from Trump's America. So I don't know what kind of fucking right-wing bullshit that is they're trying to pull some mind games that just don't work or maybe they do work maybe some people don't see through that that's really scary ah god so what what else
1: is
2: going on with that let's see um mr president federal agencies should never be used as your own personal army yes
1: What are you doing? How do you sleep at night? What do you tell your kids? What do you tell your kids?
2: The videos, the pictures, the experiences that we're all witnessing here in Portland should be shocking to all Americans. The words and actions from President Trump and the Department of Homeland Security have shown that this is an attack on our democracy. Over the past week, President Trump has used our city as a staging ground to further his political agenda, igniting his base to cause further divisiveness, and in doing so, endangering Portlanders. Let's be clear, this is not political theater. This is far more dangerous than that.
0: Jesus. Holy fuck. I hate cops.
1: I really do. This this is just not right. None of this is okay. Ah. Oh, I hate this. I hate this so much.
0: Like They're they're protesters, not anarchists. I don't understand why He has to make the people out that oppose him out to be just like terrorists, enemies of the people. Well, I know why, because they oppose him, but no other president has weaponized their power in such a way
1: against a whole group of people. This is not safe. I don't know what's going to happen when they come to New York. I really don't know. But. Fuck, man. It's just. uh, Ugh.
0: Okay, here's a story not related to Trump and the way the country's being run right now. Um, now a, so a, an Amazon delivery driver was attacked by two dogs in Jacksonville, Florida while dropping off a package for somebody. And due to that situation, Amazon has suspended deliveries in that local area, like in that neighborhood. And holy shit, that's, that's the first time I've ever heard of Amazon doing something like that. but good on them to protect their their employees because they're workers cuz that's that's they're two Rottweilers and the driver is 56 and had to go to the hospital because like there was a 2 inch wide place of like skin ripped from her arm and bites and bruises it and the story goes she Zelda Fleming the Amazon driver was dropping off the package and The, I guess, the the lady, the customer, whose house it was, thought that was the best moment for her to let her two vicious Rottweilers out of the house, which then came out and proceeded to attack the driver. And the driver's going to press charges or looking into pressing charges because that's not cool. People need to, people need to be smart with their Rottweilers. Like, like listen, I get if it's like a chihuahua or a little cat or something, I don't give a fuck, man. But when you're dealing with guard dogs, that's not safe. I've been attacked by a husky before, a, a dog sledding husky. And do dog bites are no joke because when they really want to get you, they're going to get you. And it's not it's not good. So, yeah, I think she should definitely. um press charge charges. Um, I think, you know, suing is the right thing to do. Cause you don't you don't need to pay for your medical bills. They should at least pay for your medical bills there. And like you you didn't sign up for that when you became an Amazon delivery driver to put yourself at risk in that way. Hell no. The the same way that teachers didn't ask to be like thrown into the coronavirus. And put their lives on the line in the fall when school starts up again. They didn't sign up for that. They're educators, not soldiers. What, what are we forgetting here? Amazon drivers. They're not fucking animal wranglers. They're just there to drop off a package and leave. Lock up your dogs if you know that they attack people. It's very simple. Don't be stupid.
1: So that's that's some non some non um trump news there. That's good, right?
0: Okay, so now that um we're done with the news for now. Um I want to go into more YouTube stuff, YouTube drama. We've been talking about what's been going on with the beauty community a little bit the last couple of weeks, the mukbang community. We're going to go back to the beauty community now because finally, finally, after weeks of saying nothing, Jeffree Star has finally come out with his side of the story, defending himself, and, you know, we want to see what that's all about. I haven't watched it, honestly, so you're going to be getting my initial reaction, and I will discuss with you guys what I think about his words. If you don't know, Jeffree Star is a very famous makeup beauty guru who um, was recently working with Shane Dawson on a product line for Morphe Brushes, they're a makeup company, and Morphe dropped him and Shane Dawson after a bunch of controversy came out the last few weeks and it's been a crazy train ever since then. So. Let's see, what, let's see what he has to say because, yeah, Jeffree Star has been accused of doing some very, very messed up things on the internet that include um, posting revenge porn of people and other alleged things that I don't want to bring up. But let's see what he says here
4: what's up everybody welcome back to my channel now i've been silent for a very long time i know that's very rare for me i've taken a lot of time to do a lot of self-reflection now in the past i've been very guilty of speaking out of anger out of frustration out of my emotions i'm so quick to grab my phone and just say whatever is on my mind in that moment without ever really thinking the ramifications of my words my actions and for the first time in a very long time I'm, ref- I'm really reflecting on my behavior and mine alone. And I've come to a lot of realize. I just,
0: this is just such a weird vibe. This video, I'm sorry to stop it. So you're, I don't know if you're here for this or if you're just here for my input on this, but anyways, the setup here, he's, he's like sitting in the middle of this very expensive looking couch, like right in the center. It, the, the, the background is just this elaborate, elegant house that he lives in. And, you know, the lights are very, cla- it's very classy of a setup. I'm not dogging on that. It just looks like something out of the- this video. It just looks like I'm, I've been, this is a POV. You've been kidnapped in the evil villain is explaining his plan is what this looks like. POV.
4: You've been kidnapped and the evil villain is explaining to you his plan. Here we go. And it's been really important to actually understand everything that I was a part of, that I did wrong, um, and really start a new chapter for myself. I've spent a lot of time realizing why I do certain things and why I do the things that I do. And today, there are no excuses. Um, a year ago, I did a video called Never Doing This Again, and I meant that. And 2020 has been really, really crazy, and I have added to the chaos. When I filmed my video called Never Doing It Again, I meant every word in the video. Did I slip up? Am I human? Have I done some fucked up things? Of course I have. But at the end of the day, today, once again, I will not be exposing anyone. For everyone saying, Jeffrey's gonna be coming with the receipts and we all need to be, be, get ready to forgive. That is the opposite of who I am. I know I'm dramatic, I'm crazy at times, I'm outspoken, but at the end of the day, that is not who I am. And today I will not be sitting here showing a million text messages and all these things that allegedly are out there. That, that's not it. I will not be entertaining it. My lawyers are entertaining it behind the scenes, but I will not be. I know this may sound shocking coming from my mouth, but when you accept that you are the problem, you can become the solution. And I've definitely put myself in the victim mentality before when I knew I was wrong and maybe that maybe I didn't want to admit it. I wasn't ready to and I was too insecure. But today there are no excuses. I'm someone that has impulse control and I'm fully admitting my flaws and I hope that people can learn from me. I have moments where I get fired up. I don't think things through. I don't think about how my actions will affect others while I'm saying them. And when you Okay, I
0: mean, the, he's saying all the right things. I will say this, he's saying all the right things, and, like acknowledging where you go wrong to a certain extent, being like, yes, I have self-control issues. I just kind of act on things right when like I'm a very reactive person. I get that. I'm even I'm like that. So I get that. But and, and I, I've never been in the limelight the way that he has. So I don't know how I would react any differently with this, the things that he's acknowledging but he has a lot to to speak for. So that, um,
4: let's see where that goes. Speak from your emotions without fully processing something. It is one of the most unhealthy things and that is a very major problem of mine. A lot of people want me to address this situation and a lot of people were putting a timestamp like Jeffrey, you need to speak on this right now. And I think that we live in a world where people are just so used to doing what people want right away. And that's not good either. I think it's been very important to stay off of social media. I haven't been on in weeks. I haven't read anything. I haven't clicked a video. I haven't seen anything. And it's been really about finding myself again and remembering why I'm here and and how my actions can affect other people and everyone around me. I know there's a lot of people waiting for me to address the situation. now. I didn't try to take anyone down. I'm not a villain in a movie. This isn't a Netflix series with a crazy storyline. Dude, but this looks like a vi-
0: like a villain shot. That's what I was saying of the POV thing. Like this is way too elegant of a setup for an apology video. Like apology videos on YouTube are supposed to be like in a room with <laughs> like in a room with like nothing on the walls to like a yellowish, like a orange, yellowish light cue, natural lighting with you're just sitting in front of the camera. It's on a desk and you're just sitting, staring at it going, I've, I made a, I made a serious,
1: serious lapse in judgment. And I am, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: No, I I, I don't know what the perfect YouTube apology is. Let's
4: let's keep going. Let's see where this goes. I know it sounds like it. And trust me, I'm sure I'd watch it as well. But this is my real life. And a lot of things that are happening and being said are false. When someone else tries to take someone else down or their career and it doesn't work, you can't just take a few more down with you. That's not how life works. We have to all take accountability for our own actions and no one else's. And that's what I will continue to do. And if I don't, please fucking remind me. Now, I know that I've had a very hard time doing that in the past, and that will not be happening again. Now, did I mix myself up in drama? Did I speak on things I shouldn't have uh, speak on? Of course I did. Did I believe certain things instead of asking the source? Did I get caught up in the hype? Did I...
0: Did I say a lot of racist things that were recorded and now a lot of people have seen them and don't like me?
4: Hmm. I do dumb shit and did I not just simply call James Charles and ask questions myself? 100%. And that is my fault. I would like to personally apologize to James Charles for the words that I've said and for my actions. If I was really close with someone, I should have had the ability to just simply call them and ask and say hey these were the things that were being said to me instead i didn't i let people really gas me up get me going behind the scenes and i really fell for a lot of things and i got caught up in the hype it's disgusting it's awful and now- yeah but like it is disgusting cuz like
0: cuz in this situation you're the one with the power you're you're the the businessman you're you're in charge of the whole thing you're more experienced in this industry, you're older, you're supposedly more mature than James Charles, because he's, he's young. He was, what, 19 last year when all this shit happened? And, and what, what Jeffrey did ruined James's career, his, his livelihood. For a whole year, this dude was canceled, and now all of a sudden everybody's like, including myself, is like, oh, shit, we, we were mad at the wrong person. Why do we believe Jeffree Star? What the fuck? And I... I personally... I, I wasn't really putting myself out there during these times. I only had, like, 900 followers um, during the time that James Charles was being canceled. So, like, I didn't... Obviously, I didn't make a dent in his career, so thank God. Thank God. <laughs> um, I But I still... I still want to apologize to James Charles for for thinking that he was so much worse of a person than he really is. He he seems like a really nice dude, and and much more genuine than than this this person,
4: this villain. None of it should have happened. So James, I am truly sorry for my actions and my behavior. Twenty twenty has been very tumultuous for a lot of us. It has been a very crazy year, and I think that. James and myself and anyone involved would agree with me that there are way bigger issues happening on this planet. I know that some people may, Jeffrey, you're just saying this as a distraction. Jeffrey, no, yes, Yes. reality is here and makeup drama and beauty. Yeah. Reality is here. We've been
0: dealing with reality for a while, but this makeup drama is still fresh at this point coronavirus and all that stuff. We're, we're, this is going to be around for a while. But what we really want to know, but we really want to know what's going to happen next in the Jeffree Star saga. Not when there's going to be a vaccine. Not when police reform is going to happen. No, no, no. What's, who's, how is Jeffree Star going to get his makeup career back on track?
4: Community gossip and tea. It may be entertainment for you. And it used to be for me, but it's my life and it's their lives. And right now outside of our walls, our world is falling apart and it's truly shocking. So I'm not going to give you an expose of the beauty community. I'm not going to end anyone today. I've never blackmailed anyone in my life. I've never committed a crime before and I've never been to jail. Um, It's been hard to process a lot of what is being said, but involving the situation I would just like to say that James Charles, I'm very sorry. Anything else that you guys want to know? It will never be spoken about. You can ask other people. I, just like last year, have fully removed myself. And did I get swept up into the bullshit again? Of course I did, and for that, I'm forever embarrassed of. Now, Brianna Taylor still has no justice. What? Black trans. Wait, 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 wait. How did we? How did we get from
0: your mistakes? The things that you fucked up on, <laughs> how do we get from there to Brianna Taylor? I don't see this is where the sociopath comes in um you you're just you're just flipping things like no, forget about what I did. There is this you should be really worried about, even though I'm such a terrible person, but forget about that. Remember Brianna Taylor? Let me just use her death. let me just me just use her death to my advantage to make you guys care more about that situation than about me being a terrible human being.
4: Women are being murdered every day and the news is silent. Elijah McClain has no justice and the countless other people who are murdered every single day while everyone just goes about their business like nothing's happening. And I think that drama and the beauty world, which I have definitely been a part of, it all has to stop. Now, six months ago before COVID and everything hit our world, it was such a different place for all of us. And including myself, it's really time to reflect on the big picture. Now, Shane Dawson. Now He is one of my best friends and someone who helps me remember who I am when I was starting to crack and lose focus of who I really was. He is genuine, amazing, he is selfless, and he is one of the most kind people that I've ever met in my entire world. I know that Shane would put his family and friends before himself in a flash. Now, did Shane and I get caught up in the drama and do some dumb shit? Of course we did, but that is my best friend. And I I was actually truly shocked that people thought that I was going to distance myself from him or that my silence was anything but support. I know Shane from now. I don't know Shane from 10 years ago and he doesn't know me from 10 years ago. Now, do I agree with Shane's past actions? Of course I don't. And does he agree with bypassed behavior? Of course he doesn't. I know the amazing person that he is today. And you don't abandon your friends. I know a lot of people have said, Jeffrey, you've had a lot of tumultuous friends. Like, okay.
0: Like, good on him to defend Shane. I guess, like, you d- you just didn't have to include the Brianna Taylor and, like, all that situation in this apology video That that just kind of you're just shows that you're you're trying to redirect attention, but good on you for, you know, sticking up for Shane. Um, you know, I've I've had some time to think about the Shane Dawson thing. Uh, I I still think a lot of what he did was very offensive, very creepy, not OK. He should definitely have to be held accountable for that. I don't think we should destroy his career. I really don't um, because he has. You know, since he reformed, which it's been a few years of him making, I guess, like acceptable YouTube content. He kind of cr- finally cracked the code um, like that content is good. That stuff is is quality. I used to really enjoy his work on those documentaries and conspiracy videos. And and and, and I like I really enjoyed those bodies of work compared to the offensive shit that I used to watch of him on my iPod Touch when I was in sixth grade when he was saying mean things about Asian people. And I just thought, wow, this guy is like the meanest dude in the world. Like, like I've seen both Shane's, I've seen the evolution, and I just don't know what is real at the end of the day. And that that is what concerns me. Like, is he still that weird fucked up dude behind closed doors or has he changed behind closed doors as well as the way he's changed publicly because yeah it was a long time ago but it wasn't ages and ages ago
4: ships in the beauty world yes i 100 percent have but in reality i have a lot of amazing real people behind the scenes and I'm forever grateful for those people who always remind me of who I am because lately I definitely was slipping. Now what me and Shane accomplished together business-wise, I hope that inspires anyone out there that wants to start a business that is an entrepreneur or who is afraid to get off their feet because remember I used to be homeless and work at the mall (laughs) and I really just said you know what I want to create my own vision and that's what I did and he has always believed in me. All right, now, no matter what narrative anyone tries to spin of me, I am so fucking proud to own an inclusive makeup company. Since I opened my doors in 2014, I have created products for everyone. Any product, shade, or formula I've created has worked for any race, gender, and most importantly, I want you guys to remember that all Beauty matters. And from the very first ad of my company, I have always shown people of color and anyone no matter what size your body are or what gender you are, you are accepted in Jeffree Star Cosmetics. I know a lot of people try to deter from my message and sometimes I've deterred it myself through negativity and drama, but that won't be happening anymore. I will always use my platform and my voice for good. Now I remember when brands were making 10 concealers and 15 foundation shades and they thought that that was correct. I remember speaking up very loudly to my peers and other people in this industry saying that it was wrong and I got a lot of shit for it, but I always stick up for what's right and I always will. When huge corporations have stolen from small brands, I was the first one to speak up very loudly. Now, sometimes it can be misconstrued for drama or tea or being sarcastic, but the message was always that no, you have to do right in this industry. And that's what I'll always stand by. Now, I just want to say thank you to everyone out there who has been supporting me, DMing me, messaging me, and just showing so much love. I know that sometimes it's not popular to be a fan of me, to be my friend, but it has been so much for all the rider dies and the millions of people who have just been waiting for me to come back. Um, just know that it has been very important to actually self-reflect and not just grab my phone and say whatever I, I'm feeling in that moment. This has been me, silent for a reason i've been really really working on myself um and i definitely was distracted there's also been a lot of things going on in my personal life which will never be excuses and i'm not going to talk about them today but just know that we're all human beings and we're all going through a lot what is next you guys know jeffree star cosmetics will never be slowing down and i'm so excited for everything that is coming for the rest of 2020 i know that the makeup world is changing. Wait,
0: for the rest of 2020? Dude, the rest of 2020, we're going to be in lockdown. (laughs) Bro, bro, there's not going to be much happening with Jeffree Star Cosmetics. I'm like, nobody needs makeup during quarantine. (laughs) We're going to be going right back inside, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break it to you. But like California, especially where you are, it's not looking good. It's (laughs) Oh uh, yeah, don't
4: don't look forward to twenty 2020, twenty. Maybe twenty twenty two. Beauty community is shifting and COVID has transformed our entire world. But what's coming next is one of my most exciting projects ever and I can't wait. Um, August is going to be very exciting. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for watching and listening to my words and thank you for allowing me to have time to articulate my thoughts and not just upload a video out of emotions. I will be back very soon with new videos, new makeup tutorials, and of course new products. So thank you guys so much for watching this and I will see you soon. Mwah.
0: Bye guys. Mwah. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking? Um, can we, can we normalize, um, men wearing concealer? Don't, don't make fun of me. I like, I'm, I'm a hundred percent serious here. Like, like why, why can't makeup be a dude's thing without it being a stigma? Because I I have really bad acne problems and you know if I if I want to go out in public in the future when we're allowed to go back out in public and do things and see friends um you know I I I want to be able to have clear skin and proactive has not been doing the job for me um so I'm going to have to use concealer but if I get called out for it by one of my dude friends, are you wearing makeup Yo, what is, are you like you like man like what is are you gay? Uh. Then you can argue then they're not a real friend if they're doing that. but I don't know like it just can we, can we normalize it? Am I gonna be the one that has to start wearing concealer? Because I've got some bad acne on my face, man. It's, it's not good. I'm either going to have to grow a beard or do that. Like, something. Something's got to change. So, you know, that was a well-crafted apology. It was, um, it hit all the notes that needed to be hit that he could hit without making himself look any worse it has not changed my opinion much on him it just shows me that he has very good pr people and i'm jealous of that um i think career wise he's going to be okay this is a minor setback for him covid-19 is going to have a lot of people thinking about other other things more important than this, obviously. So he did have a point in trying to steer people to think about those things. But at the same time, that's just sending the energy somewhere else instead of onto
1: you. Um, I
0: yeah, I think I think that was a fine apology. I, I don't believe it 100%, but he, he did what he had to do. If he, would just, if he stayed silent this whole time, I think he would be getting a lot more hate. So just hearing all the, those words come out of his mouth is going to help his case a lot. But I, yeah, the beauty community does seem like a very toxic place. I, I would not want to be involved in that. I, I've heard from people that I that are in it firsthand that that it's it is the most toxic place. Like it's racist, it's homophobic, it's narcissistic. Everybody is a snake. It, it's it's not good. So. If you're thinking of joining the beauty community, um, just be careful who you befriend, because they might turn on you. Just be careful who you befriend in general, in any community, because, you know, I've been, I've been tricked a lot. I got scammed the other day on, um, on Fiverr. That was, that was fucked up, and now my life is being threatened, and Fiverr hasn't helped me yet, so I've been going full Karen on Twitter. Let's see if they've, let's see if they've addressed the issue at all. Someone named Melania just followed me.
1: Melania. Hi, Melania. Alright, here, where is it? Someone will review your situation very, very soon. Oh, sh- fuck you. Bro. Like, how long have I been waiting? Okay, finally, awaiting my reply.
0: Okay. Alright, so I gotta do this. But, anyways, let's go into some... Let's see what the time is.
1: Alright. Yeah, let's go into a relationship advice.
0: Reddit.com. I don't want to do gossip today, just because um, I don't think there's any good ones right now.
1: Okay, um, should we go hot new or top? Um,
0: <clears throat> my 15 female twin sister is sleeping with our teacher and has been sneaking out to see him. Um,
1: what? She, she's 15. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't wanna... I don't want to read that one. Um,
0: okay. What is... What is this? Boyfriend29male admitted that I am the oldest girlfriend, 21 female, he's ever had and now I want to break up with him. This is a throwaway because he follows me on Reddit. Ooh, that sucks. We've been going out for nine months now, and we made it official two months into dating each other. He is very funny, super sweet, and the most thoughtful man I've ever been with. The age gap didn't bother me at all all that much, to be honest, because I didn't think it was that large, and because he is somewhat youthful, slightly more mature than the guys I've dated before, but still into the usual guy stuff like gaming. Yesterday, the topic of his ex-girlfriend comes up, He talks about her often, and it really only bothered me the the first few times it happened. But I have accepted that he's not completely over her, and there really isn't anything I can do about it. I have always been passive during these conversations because they are mainly just really long rants, but I decided to probe a little more. He told me that her parents didn't approve of them dating, and that his parents weren't too keen on the idea either. I asked him why, and he said because of the age difference. I thought he meant that they had a similar age difference to us, and I found it a bit odd that there would be so much pushback, especially since there was none with our relationship. But it turns out she was 15 when they started dating. This was two years ago, so she's 17 now? And he's 29, 27? That's not, that's not okay. I was so shocked at the revelation that I could not process what he was telling me. I asked him if he'd ever dated anyone as young as that, and he said he had a 17-year-old just before he met me. He then chuckled and said, You're actually the oldest girlfriend I've ever had. I don't know why, but that just didn't sit right with me. In fact, it made me a bit unwell, and I had to excuse myself from the conversation. I woke up today wanting to break things off because I just see him in a new light now. The admission of how nonchalant he was about the entire thing, and the fact that he's still hung up on a fucking 17-year-old, all just doesn't sit right with me. Am I overreacting? Is my boyfriend's preference something I should not judge him for? Is it a valid reason for breaking up with him? (coughs) Well, yeah, if he's a pedophile, then I think that's that's kind of a good reason to break up with him. If you feel uncomfortable with the fact that he's a pedophile and into 15-year-olds, then then yeah you should you should leave and he's not over some 15 year old you should you should probably leave
1: definitely um
0: let me see what do people say you're feeling a fo- a fucking course you're feeling super uncomfortable your boyfriend literally just admitted to being a predator he's nearly freaking 30 and and he's still dating teenagers That's fucking gross. Your gut is 100% right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Why don't
0: you have a seat over there?
1: I'm Chris Hansen, Dateline NBC. Sir, am I going to jail? That's not up to me. Sir, please. You're gonna have to leave now. Yeah, yeah,
0: have a seat over there, dude. Have a fucking seat. What the fuck, dude? No, that's not okay. You're going to have to break up with this man because dating a 15-year-old when you are 20, 27, is not legal. Not legal at all. Completely illegal in every state.
1: Not cool. Cut it off. Get
0: him out of your life. You don't want that. You don't want that. Anyways, I gotta go. It's getting really hot in here. I don't want to get heat stroke again. So, thank you guys. uh, Thank you so much for listening. Um, And thank you to the people that listened to I Made This During a Pandemic. Now available on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere that music is streamed. Check it out. It's in my name, Alex Mador. Um, I'll see you guys in a few days. Uh, I I might be live streaming... In a little bit, so I might see some of you there. Uh
1: yeah. So love you guys. See you in a bit. Peace. It's
2: really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the certain bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50 yard line seats only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs! On Location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game. With On Location, and it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pre-game parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl On Location. That's right. Search Super Bowl On Location make the trip of a lifetime it's your shot take it